How's it going there, listeners of the Reject Nation? What you are about to hear is Greg and Andrew's immediate review, breakdown, and thoughts on The Last of Us Season 1, Episode 8, the penultimate episode of the season. If you'd like to see the full reaction highlights, as usual, you can see those over on YouTube.com slash The Real Rejects, as well as all the other episodes. And if you want to sync up with your own copy and enjoy the full, complete experience, come on over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash The Real Rejects. And last but not least, we have a new Last of Us inspired t-shirt design up in our shopzeroedition.com store designed by Greg. It's pretty badass. If you want to support the Reject Nation and rep your Last of Us fandom at the same time, go on and check that out. And without further ado, here's Greg and Andrew. Ah. That is paced so well, though. Radio. So listen, we're going to have to do this review a little different. We decided very early on that um, we're going to need a spoiler section. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We just, we just need one because there's, there's especially some implementation they had in this episode. And I'm like, I just I have to talk. So we're going to not go into spoilers right now, uh, but we'll just stick to here. However, there's going to be some stuff that talks about the future, specifically regarding uh, the second game, that I think is would be good to touch on. But um, I I thought this was an excellent episode. I really did. I thought it was excellent. You know, it, it, like there are. I don't want to spend too much time backtracking to some other episodes. This did that thing though, where yeah, they did cut out some stuff that would have been cool to bring to the big screen, but they also added in a lot of things and expanded upon True. that I thought made it for taking this section of the game that is very like they, they obviously they have to condense it down, but it didn't feel rushed to me or like a short film version. I thought it was a perfectly packaged, you know, uh, piece that they had to do in order to tell this chapter, which I think is really integral to the development of Ellie, uh, especially because of just the the depth she has to ultimately go to in order to survive. You know, like, you, she is a survivor like anyone else, but this is the first time where you see her unleash, unleash a violent side of herself that you never get to see prior. You know, like, you get the sense that maybe she... Ended up killing Riley after Riley turned. You know, um, in this show, she hasn't killed any humans yet, right? Am I right about that? Uh, she, I think she shot a few people, but, like, actually hand-to-hand combat, I believe this is her first one. Yeah, this is, because this is, like, brutal. Like, she killed two people in this episode. You know, Yeah, she, shot a few people, yeah. Yeah, and you watch, like, sort of this this morphing process and also with Joel having to rescue her, like this is a real pivotal turning point for both of these characters and you can just sort of see it in the emotions. And I thought they did an excellent job on bringing that to life. Uh, I, I thought it was like, yeah, David's great and all. Uh, well, I do want to talk more about him. I was really impressed with the way this episode was paced because it, it, was. it starts off with like really deliberate and, it, the, the pace just kept ramping up and, and kept going and going and going. And, and then the way they handled especially the reveal of David, like what I thought was cool about, because if you guys haven't played the game, when they introduce him, it, they introduce him when Ellie's about to grab the deer. Mm-hmm. 
that's the first introduction. And it's immediately kind of, I don't know about this guy, <laughs> you know? But then some stuff happens in the game that they do not have here that makes you go, oh, maybe he's actually an all right guy. And then you find out, no, he's not he's an not. all right guy. So I thought they had the a, a neat effect here where when they introduce him, you're like, oh, he's a he's a caretaker. He loves his people. He's there's something warm about him. He's a family man. So when she when you, when they meet Ellie, you're like, no, no, no. This is one of the good guys. Like, you know, I, of course I've, I played the game, but, but I but in the context here, I imagine if I hadn't played the game, but yes. like, no, he's one of the good guys. He's one of the all right guys. Come on. And then you, you, they slowly start to peel it back. Yeah. Like, oh, never mind. Oh, never mind. Oh, wow, really, never mind. This this guy snapped in the apocalypse, you know? Uh, and I thought they did a really excellent job where a lot of the tone was driven by the drive to save Ellie, the drive to protect Joel, and, of course, the... Um, the un- I, like, I don't even call it a transformation, more of the, uh, the unveiling of David. I thought it was instrumented, uh, like very very well so yeah but andrew you didn't get your scene that you wanted i'm sorry oh yeah yeah well we'll we'll talk about that in a sec i did think again as you just mentioned this episode was extremely well paced minus the scene i didn't want um bastards andrew yeah but again you know what even though i was definitely i was disappointed by that there have been others i mean you made a great point that the stuff that they did include did make up for it although i so weird like the reason i think that scene is so pivotal important at least for me yes i get it in the game it was an action sequence so you're in control so it's like important but i also feel it's just so important because it shows that ellie is just obviously yes i get to we get to see ellie you know later on in this episode where she survives on her own and she does take care of david of course i mean we get that in the game as well but just seeing her fend off for herself on her own when you know a bunch of infected are coming after her, like seeing that side of Ellie, it's just it, it's I don't know. It just for me, it was just it was just such an important and integral part of the game and for Ellie's character, just fleshing her out more. And I was a little bit sad not to see it. I I, I get why they didn't put it in. Although I, I again I, I wish like even five minute sequence of of that action sequence would have made me even happy. But again, you can't get everything. But you know the thing that this show has not just this episode, but this whole show, even though there have been action sequences that, to my sadness, have not been included, the characters have been absolutely... I mean, we talked about this before off-camera. The character, the characters have just been nailed perfectly, for the most part, just across the board. Absolutely nailed. And if I had to choose one thing, I have the action sequences on my video game whenever I want, so I know I can always go to that. Would it be cool to see visually? Of course. I, do I wish they were here? Absolutely. But if you, if I had to pick what you were going to nail on an on-screen adaptation, I, I would choose the characters because I do have that action sequence and I can play it at home. So I'm glad that they are nailing the character-wise. Maybe, hey, maybe season two we will get some more action sequences that we didn't get here. You never know. But again, I, I you did make me feel a little better when you mentioned, yeah, that's true. We did get some inclusions that we didn't get in the game that make up for not getting that action sequence and there were some stuff that they had in there like the ellie you know telling them that ellie's a little girl that broke your finger like i'm so glad they they kept that in there and i loved uh, belly's delivery in that moment it was in, it nailed the the tone of what ashley johnson was going to we got troy baker of course i really like that actor a lot that they got for david i really feel like he just nailed the mannerisms and the tone and 
that that slimy yet he feels almost like a, a good guy till until the reveal kind of happens with of David that Nolan North really encompassed in the video game. Just really solid job by that. I didn't realize Nolan North played him. Yeah, it was Nolan. I, I didn't realize yeah, that. It was, yeah, yeah, it was Nolan North. So uh, that naughty dog I mean, house man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So I, I thought that actor really nailed it. Again, very very well paced episode. Um, some really cool action sequences that we did get uh, that carried on from the game. Um, overall, yeah, really good episode. I love the locations. I love that they actually went on, you know, location to film in some of these sure. pla- in in Colorado. I, I, or where did they film in Vancouver? I believe is. Oh man, it looks where, like Colorado. <laughs> it does look like Colorado. Yeah. I, th- I think it was Vancouver, wherever it was. Uh, I'm glad they got to go. And the cinematography on the show is so top notch. Um, I think my my two favorite moments though of this episode were when Ellie was kind of like you know holding Joel in the bed like yeah. just saying with him like really just again it was such a yeah tender and such a bonding moment just I don't maybe that happened in the game I, I'd have to reply. I don't think it does. yeah yeah either way I love that and then one of my favorite moments in the game that Pedro Pascal just absolutely nailed the line where he calls her baby girl like that's really yeah we've had moments of building and fleshing out of like yes I'm accepting this this girl as my surrogate daughter from just the scenes where he's been so protective of her but actually hearing him call her baby girl like yeah that it just it's such a such a deep and amazing like moment the delivery by pedro pascal i just I, it's one of my favorite moments in the game when yeah. joel is so accepting yet like, yes i can do the protective stuff but actually calling her and like being accepting that this is my daughter now like I, i'm ready to to face that that fact like I just loved it. and again Pedro Pascal I just loved it and of course the interrogation scene like absolutely perfection with that scene like that was so freaking perfect I mean Pedro Pascal like you talk about Belly getting nominated which I agree she just she absolutely deserves it he better get freaking nominated for for this show like his performance I think he's secured a nomination <laughs> he yeah, I, I think he has he's so good like this, I I feel like Pedro Pascal is going to this, this might sound weird. I don't ever put out a prediction like this. I think he's going to win Sexiest Man Alive <laughs> in 2023. Like He has to, right? It's just like I mean, there's like a renaissance happening with this guy. He's man. definitely the daddy of the year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got yeah, Grogu, you got Shelly. I mean, yeah. He's he's awesome. Yeah, um, but and then also, too, in regards to Ellie, like seeing what happens to her character, seeing the transformation. She, like, she basically, you know, when, when David violates her like that and – she she really to me she loses a piece of her soul and a piece of her innocence and it's just interesting seeing that transformation now we see it in the game and how you know bella ramsey was able to really show that the the facial expressions and like i could really feel like that like watching her on screen like just where you feel a piece of her soul is gone like that innocence is gone and you see that rage carry over which we're going to talk about a little when we get to the spoiler section how that rage carries on over and so it's just yeah, no, it's a it's a really tender and crazy moment for the character that she has to go through. I mean, uh, yeah, David is a. I just think David is in the game and especially here too. It's just such a well written villain. Yeah, he is. I think Ellie in that scene is like reborn in fire. You know. Yeah. And they 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 do an excellent job, which demonstrate like the this chapter is so important because this is this is when you see Joel really like get ugly. He gets ugly and ruthless. Yeah. And then you see Ellie having to do that as well in order to survive. You know, they there, there comes an understanding between the two of them. And I think when you talk about action scenes not being included, there 
the element that I think would help would have helped aid this is the the part is like I don't. It's not just that I want more gameplay sequences included because I'm I really don't ever think about that too much. Like I was I was okay with missing it. However, it the one part of this world that I think could use a little like going into season two that could help aid it is you know when you're in the game when you're walking around it's always scary you just never know yeah, <laughs> like what the hell there's something something might be at any corner like yeah. you just never know and here i never really get the sense that we're ever in danger of infected being around Good it's point. like you you kind of always know you're kind of always when infected are going to show up you're, you're aware like okay this is an infected scene that's about to happen as opposed to feeling like a constant looming threat in any direction, you know, and that that Absolutely. was the sequence that they that they x out of this this episode. So I do I do think that it, that is an element to the world of The Last of Us that yeah. ought to be. So it's not really so much about I want action scenes or anything. It's really I want that threat feeling. I want that threat kind of permeating throughout. Uh, the experience yeah you well, know also the fact too yes we know david is a pedophile and you know like he wants he wants ellie around to be like his pet and we we get that and i understand but i just felt like too in the game in that action sequence like that that whole action sequence just did a good job of building like why david wants her around like after seeing what she can do yeah, exactly that scene, it's like that was oh that i get what, i get what you're getting at because i did have that thought um I, where like the part where i would agree with having that action scene is because when David's like, I see this in you, da 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 I'm like, you guys, like, you just had a like conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, yes, like, while while there is, you know, a much more disgusting uh, quality to David, uh, a, a much more deviant side to David, you you do get why he would think that, be, uh, that others, you get why he would also buy into the other stuff. He's not just saying it to take advantage of her. Yeah. There's also this side where he he can't see it because he saw the kind of war. But then again, like with with the game, the sequence of events plays out a little different because, yes, yes. like, they do the three month time jump. Like Joel's is it three months? Like Joel well, Joel's was, been like it was fall to winter. So Joel's that's, been healing for yeah. a long time. Yes, right. Um, and we did the winter. No, no, no. We we, st- we started winter a little bit earlier on the show, whereas in winter, like it literally starts right where the rabbit is and the bone arrow. That's yeah, literally yeah. where it starts. We got our winter jump after Henry and Sam. Correct. So a little bit earlier on the show, and we get, but in the game, you get the winter jump uh, after Joel and Le- at- leave Tommy and all and the and Jackson after they leave there. Is that right? No, no, no. Excuse no, me. No, excuse no, you me. Get no, it after, no, he's after, after he gets injured. Sorry, so he, sorry, sorry. So yeah, after he, he gets he's, injured. he's been in the game. He's been healing. Yeah. Yes. Up for a few months. Yeah. And that's how I was able. Whereas here, it's like, oh no, this just all occurred within a, a few days, right? <laughs> like that. That's. And so within that, you get Ellie, who's been hunting and providing for them, so she's developed skills and whatnot to to be able to survive on her own and and, and hunt down prey. So like that quality to building her up i think i think when it comes to season two we're gonna just do a big time jump again like following the the, the second game um of of how things progress but anyway yeah yeah i'm trying to watch my words here. yeah but also too <laughs> yeah. if you if you notice like right when the episode started and we hadn't even seen david i said is he a pasture or like i was thinking the reason i said that is because i'm sure many of you noticed in the video game i'm not sure if you did 
the that action sequence that I was really sad and that we didn't get to see when they're warding off all the clickers and the infected and of course the bloater. David does say like he makes like a kind of a prayer. Did you ever did you ever notice that or hear that or no? Because I I'd I always know. Yeah, like off to the side. It's not like a very focal point, but off to the side, he kind of makes like a prayer. And I was always uh. I'd always think in my head whenever I'd see him do that because I'd always notice. I'm like, yeah, Is, was he a priest? Was he a pastor? Like. He's very like I feel like there, there's something religious here, so that's why in the beginning I was like, I wonder if they're gonna go that route. And then when I heard that, I was like, Oh, it's David. Yeah. That's why I was thinking that. So I was glad that they did expand upon that from the game. I had a feeling we were possibly gonna go there, um, but also too, I remember that line in the game where he said, Oh, we're all starving, women, children. I always thought that was kind of a lying line that he was just trying to get Ellie's trust. So actually seeing it here, like. I mean, yeah, he was trying to get her trust, but it's like, no, he act- there actually were women and children who were starving. Yeah. So it was like there was, I mean, kind of humanized. And I know we were kind of making a joke. We're humanizing the cannibals now, <laughs> yeah. too. Like, we got to humanize everyone. Well, so. they, they do specify that not everyone here is aware of, of what they're consuming. I, yeah. I think, I think you know, Troy Baker brought a lot to yeah. this role. Yeah, he was great you know, as James. I, I thought he brought so, you could feel the, like the history in his eyes. And these little exchanges of being con- like, yeah, David's my leader, but ob- there, there's so much parts in the exchanges. Like they have that thing where he calls him out for being doubtful. Yeah. And you could see that he he doubts the way the leadership has progressed and the path they've had yeah. to go down. He's even like, there's even this this hardened part of himself when it comes to his time to eat the food. Oh, yeah. No, that he, body language. Yeah, for sure. Where he doesn't want to do it, but he's like, this is my life now. <laughs> You know, and I, I, there, there is a, there's, um, there is a level of, gra- there's a big level of gravitas to what he brings. Pathos is more of the word I would say yeah. for what Troy Baker brought to this specific portrayal. Like, I'm like, damn, there's a, he really, yeah, really brought, he's not just here for like a cameo. Like, this is a real role. Like, yeah. he's embodied. No, this. he's great. I mean, yeah, yeah, you said that there was that one line or so where it kind of sounded like the Joel voice was yeah, coming yeah, out yeah, a little he, bit. He, but he, he no, cared. I agree with you. And if I didn't know what was going to happen, because I remember what happened to his character James in the video game, which I knew was going to happen here uh, with Ellie taking the butcher knife to his neck after tricking them that she's been infected. I really thought, too, they did a good job of setting up the audience who had not played the game of kind of like, yeah, he's losing faith in David. Like, there's a good chance David might execute him at some point, yeah. too. Like, they were really doing a good job of, like, setting that up for the audience who has not played the video yeah. game. Because, I mean, even though I knew that was going to happen, I was like, I almost feel like they might stray away from yeah. the game and go that route just because of how much, like, he's calling him, kind of calling him out and just lost faith in him. And, like, David can't show weakness in leadership. So I just I thought that was interesting that they were doing that. So I really think they did a great job on slowly pulling back the layers of David throughout yes. this episode. I thought yes. that was like the the actor too was perfectly was in sync with great. the with the script yeah. and the direction of knowing like of how much more of his evil has to be unveiled per scene. I can see the complaints now though about him right now on the internet, if there are any. He doesn't look like David from the video game. (laughs) I don't, no, no, I don't. Still a white guy. They still got a white guy. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, I personally, like I said, he nailed the mannerisms of, and and he sounded very similar to Nolan North. Uh, And again, I just love how they peeled back and fleshed the character out even more, expanded upon the character is the word. And I love how they again expanded upon just the whole town as a whole and just showed David as a leader. I just thought all that stuff was really. It was very meticulous and very interesting. Well, the the way they also unveil the way he deals with his own faith, yeah. of it's a manipulation tactic, and he's really succumbed to the worship 
of the cordyceps. Yes. As a, that is his new deity. I thought that was a really fascinating layer that to was. Um, this apocalyptic worship. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was, that was a crazy inclusion. And like, I, I, I'm surprised we don't have anything like that in the game. <laughs> like, yeah. there's not of both games. There's nothing about that in the in either of the games. Well, I mean, Neil Druckmann has always said if we can improve upon anything from the game, I mean, if we're gonna if we stay faithful to the game, we're gonna stay faithful to the game. But if we, there's something we can improve upon, we're gonna do it, whether yeah. it's faithful or not. So, no, I definitely I, I'm I'm glad they've adopted like, adapted to that method. Like the cordyceps are our new lords, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, the, it's it's a fascinating version of being an apostle in this situation. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, obviously, no, no one who hasn't played, uh, yes, will understand that. But yes, I agree with you. But guys, um, yeah, we got to talk about some spoilery stuff right now. So if you haven't played, thank you for being here. Buy a shirt. Uh, <laughs> if, if if you if you don't want to hear anything about what more than likely will come up, uh, then because I I think when playing this game before I go to spoilers, but I think when playing this section when I when I there's choices in the second game that very much upset the audience. Now, <laughs> I wonder what you're talking and, about. <laughs> and when I played the second game for the first time when those choices first presented themselves like i love the second game i prefer it over the first um but when those choices first presented themselves i i remember being upset however when i replayed both the first game and the second game like pretty much right away it was this chapter that made me go oh no wait this flows really well now into the second game like i'm not upset at all by the choice because this chapter really sets that up. And then this episode made it even more of a setup that I went, oh, what an interesting way to condense it down instead of a bunch of hunters he kills to just one guy. So that's what I'm going to talk about here. So I would click off right now uh, if you made it this far. But yeah, um, uh, for those who've played the, the second game or at least are aware of what happens in it is that Joel is killed by Abby. And why is because, without going into every single detail, Abby's father was murdered by Joel. Dr. Jerry Anderson. And now here, they're bringing that over here in a way that yes. is like a setup yeah. for what is to come. Because when I played the game... When you get to this section and you get all these people who are hunting down Joel, they want Joel's head. It was already to me telegraphing that, oh, people are coming for Joel and Joel's going to die. Like the first game was already saying that to us. And then you get to the second game and you're like, well, there it is. People came for Joel. And then they made it even more, more on the nose here by going this girl's dad was killed by Joel. Yeah. We got to find this guy yeah. and kill him. Yeah. It is massive foreshadowing oh, for, uh, what I was thinking. For, for the second game that I think, because it's going to be hard for people to swallow that who are not familiar with the game. It's going to be really like people who are familiar with the game can already have it. There's already enough people have a hard time with it, I, you know. I've also been reading so many comments too that saying they better change up what they did in the second game. Oh, they're not season. Going to, like no. they're not. They're look not how faithful to. this season has been. Like, dude, you're not. Yeah. you're not getting what no. you want. Sorry, no, no Joel's dying. Yeah, <laughs> thousand percent. He's yeah, he, I mean, Abby's going to get a Joel in one. We already know that. So, I mean, you know, uh, 
No, I agree with you. They clearly foreshadowed that here. I mean, I was thinking that right when we mentioned that it was her dad. I was in my head. I was just going at this is total Abby foreshadowing. So, I mean, yeah, it does show that. I mean, if you remember to to that game, if for anyone who played or watched the gameplay of what happens, you know, Joel says to her, like, why don't you save whatever speech you got or whatever he says, like, he knows there are consequences to what he's done. Like, he knows his life is over in the moment. Like, and Joel's accepting of that. He obviously doesn't want him to die, but he's accepting, like, hey, I know I've hurt a lot of people in the past. Obviously, it's, you know, defending himself or surviving or whatever the case may be. But he knows he has killed a lot of people, and those people have families. So, again, he's very accepting of the fact that, hey, uh, this is clearly someone I've hurt in the past. Someone is related to someone. Don't know exactly who. But my life is over, and it is what it is. It sucks, but... It is what it is. Yeah, no, but, I, I mean, again, they did a good job of foreshadowing that here so that even the people who are not going to be happy with that can understand, like, hey, it sucks what's going to happen, but you understand, like, even though it was clearly, obviously, self-defense uh, and what happens here, what happens in the game, again... People who are here, you already you already know what happened. It wasn't self-defense in regard to when he kills Dr. Jerry Anderson. That particular case was not self-defense. Whether Abby was prone to know if that was self-defense, I mean, it's really, it, it doesn't matter at that point. All she knows is her dad's dead, and she just wants the guy who killed her. She's bent on revenge. So, I mean, we go from that stage. But um, in regards to this one, again, whether it's self-defense or not, it doesn't matter. These, you know, you are affecting other people's lives when you kill someone and they've got a family member. And so, again, they did, like you said, they did a great job of foreshadowing that, setting that up. Whether people are going to like that or not, it, it, it you know, it's, I, I don't think it matters. Uh, what just matters is that it's executed properly. And, you know, I think we're all going to be heartbroken and sad when that, when that comes. I'm, I am curious, though. Obviously, we know it's going to happen in season two. How early are you gonna do that in season two? Like, I do hope you... it's the opening scene, <laughs> first scene, the first scene. No, no, I hope no. They but, just cut to but, Joel's head. <laughs> but really, I'm, I, I mean, because a lot of these, I mean, the first couple episodes of this season were really freaking long, which I loved. Um, so I'm wondering, like, maybe episode three, maybe episode. I don't know. I mean, maybe, I'm, I'm very curious to see how they're gonna do that because, again, like we've talked about, Last of Us Part Two is like five times longer than the first game. So you were able to do the first game in nine episodes. I don't know if they're going to have to split it up in a couple of seasons when we get to season two, or you're going to have to do 18 episodes. I'm very curious how they're going to do all that because you are not doing season two in nine episodes. Like, that's just, in my opinion, that's just not happening. Not at not at the length of episodes that we're getting here, in my opinion. I mean, what are your thoughts? Do you think they're, they're able going to be able to do season two in nine episodes? I think they can do it in five. <laughs> <laughs> I think... All you got right, to do is. When I said is, that, I knew who's coming with it. All you got to do is uh, <laughs> focus on Abby. I don't care to see Ellie's story. Just take it all from Abby's perspective. <laughs> but again, like I was talking about too, like seeing the loss of of Ellie's innocence and her soul. Basically, I mean, you said being reborn in fire and all that, which I agree with. A lot of that rage carries over into the second game. So again, you talk about the foreshadowing, what happened with yeah. you know the. It's the a very duck. important chapter. Yeah. No, I yeah. mean like. But that's the thing, like, when I just went straight into the second game, like, where's all this pent-up energy coming from with Ellie? And then when I replayed both the first and the second game back-to-back, I'm like, ah, okay, this chapter is just so integral and, like, where that violence and that rage just comes from. It's freaking David, like, got it out of her. So, 
Yeah, no, I, I think part two is just, I mean, it's a great game on its own, but it just goes so much better when you play it immediately after it the first game. It does. That's how I, I recommend for people to play it. <laughs> <laughs> like, skip the first game. Just go right so to the second game. Most people waited years, and then they played it, you know. Exactly, so, which, yeah. Which no, totally. can affect the experience. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's it for today's episode. Uh, what did you think about it? Did you like it? Did you love it? Leave your thoughts down below. Subscribe, follow Andrew. Don't forget to buy a shirt. Don't forget to buy a shirt. Don't forget to mention how cringeworthy I was. Andrew, pick any name. Watch any, watch anything but Gabriel and Dave since they've already been shouted out. Uh, any name. Any name. I'll make it work. Let's go with... Come on, buddy. Go with Lance. Lance Door. Lance is uh, like... If, there's some common facts we know about Lance, all right? Canadian fella. Ah, I'm half Canadian. Did you know that? Are you? I'm half Canadian. My father. Wow, dead. that's awesome to know. Um, he's also a, fi- a firefighter, and he's got like a, a hot wife and a really cool kid. So, what a lot of people don't know about Lance, though, is that actually, and I got to be very careful of my words here. He's not a very interesting man. He's actually quite dull. The reason why his woman loves him so much, let's just say he's got a really big fire hose. You know what I mean? <laughs> I understood that reference. And uh, he sent me photos. Now, normally, I tell followers, maybe you shouldn't be sending me photos of those things because it's inappropriate. But boy, did... I keep asking for more from Lance, and he kept delivering the goods. Sometimes in an actual fire situation, they don't even use what's on the fire truck when they're not able to access a fire hydrant. They call upon Lance, and he just unzips and does his thing. He has saved many lives with with that fire hose of his. So he sent you the fire hose. How about the axe, his helmet? Any any pictures of those as well? Are we talking about the same thing? Are you talking about an actual axe and a helmet? Or do you mean a photo of his big axe? Whichever one you want to use your imagination for. Yeah, he sent me a photo of an actual axe. It was really cool. It was really sharp and made of uh, it was red, full of uh, and super sharp. And uh, the helmet as well. He sent me a physical one. But the fire hose I'm talking about is pe- ah, that's what I thought. Uh, no, Lance is a great guy. There's more to him than his fire hose. I just want to know if the line from Batman Forever was true when he said to Doctor Chase Meridian, "Try firemen less to take off." I just want to know if that line is true. Lance, let us know. I think we both need some sleep. How's it going there, listeners of the Reject Nation? What you are about to hear is Greg and Andrew's immediate review, breakdown, and thoughts on The Last of Us, 
Season 1, Episode 8, the penultimate episode of the season. If you'd like to see the full reaction highlights, as usual, you can see those over on YouTube.com slash The Real Rejects, as well as all the other episodes. And if you want to sync up with your own copy and enjoy the full, complete experience, come on over to our Patreon page, Patreon.com slash The Real Rejects. And last but not least, uh, Greg has a newly designed last... And last but not least, Greg has a new Last of Us-inspired t-shirt design up in our ShopZeroEdition.com store, along with all the other delightful little bits of reject merch out there. And last but not least, Greg has a brand new Last of Us-inspired t-shirt design up in the RealRejectZeroEdition.com store. It is pretty badass. I've got mine coming in the mail. And, uh... And last but not least, if you want to rep your... And last but not least, Greg... Ha and last but not least, we have a brand new Last of Us inspired t-shirt up in our ShopZeroEdition.com store designed by Greg and the ShopZeroEdition.com team. And, uh... And last but not least, we have a brand new Last of Us inspired t-shirt design up in our ZeroEdition.com and last but not least, we have a brand new Last of Us inspired. And last but not least, we have a new Last of Us inspired T-shirt design up in our ShopZeroEdition.com store, designed by Greg. It's pretty badass. So if you want to rep the Reject Nation and rep the Last of Us all at the same time, so if you want to support the Reject Nation and rep the. So if you want to support the Reject Nation and rep your Last of Us fandom at the same time, go on and check that out. And without further ado, here's Greg and Andrew. <laughs> 